Next Talk contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised. Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. Mandy is the author of Talk, and Kim is the director of Next Talk, a nonprofit organization helping parents cyber parent through open communication. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Today's show, we're talking about sustainability. Mm-hmm. New goals for the new year. Yes. Oh my are they I'm sorry. I just had the memory of what we did last year. Do you oh remember gosh. that? I think we called it like New Year, New You or something yeah, like that. It was that. a show and we talked about our whole like we were on fire for health. We were, oh my gosh, it was like no sugar, exercising every day. Like two times a day, maybe. And, and the first month, we were like getting very judgmental of people who couldn't keep up. Or my husband loves to remind me of me texting you like, oh my gosh, can you believe these people eating carbs? <laughs> what? Where did that come from? Carbs have been my whole life. Well, and then I remember by April, we're at a conference in D.C., and it was all about sex trafficking, and I I just remember being, oh, it was so much to process. Yeah. And I remember just getting on our phone and ordering DoorDash and having all these pizzas and breadsticks delivered to our room. We didn't just eat pizza and breadsticks. We did it in bed. Like, we crawled under the covers, crying. We were crying. Eating pizza and watching House Hunters. I mean, it was a whole thing. It was a whole. We crashed and burned. Because our goals were not sustainable. I mean, we were... We had the right idea, yeah. but so many times we overshoot and yeah. we, we set ourselves up to fail because there's no way we can live up for, to that. And now we both gained 10 pounds. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. So here we are at a new year needing mm-hmm. to start all over again. Yes. And we're kind of reflecting on what we did wrong and how we need to do this again so that we can actually succeed and meet our goals. And I want to make sure that we touch into something maybe that is more relatable for you. Not everybody has the health and fitness goals, but I know one year um, Charles and I were like, we are going to do a devotional together, just me and you in the quiet of the morning at 5 a.m. every morning. Oh, my gosh. What in it the world were we one thinking? Day. Right? Yes. And then you just quit. Yeah, and then you feel like a failure. Yeah. And you're like, clearly Jesus doesn't matter. It, I, it's just, you go down this whole road. You're like, we don't put him first in our yes. life. What's wrong with us? Our yes. marriage is going to be awful because you, right? You go there. You do. So whatever it is for you, like like you said, Amanda, we overshoot, we're unrealistic, all these things. And then Satan loves to whisper like, you are a failure. Like, look at what you said you would do and you're not even coming close. And we buy into that lie. Yeah, I mean, you know, making a home-cooked meal every night. That I would love to be able yes. to do that. But yes. when I can't, especially mm-hmm. like when I'm working a lot and traveling, you know, trying to balance everything, I start feeling like the worst mom ever. Yeah. Like, it's crazy how Satan can use that goal that I had mm-hmm. of making more home-cooked meals mm-hmm. and then twisting it to make me feel like the worst mom ever. Yes. I remember this year, in fact, was the first year I served something frozen from a bag for dinner. Yes, sister. Are you 
I'm not joking. What? Wait, wait I a know. minute. I know. Wait. I have been serving frozen food <laughs> since 20, I mean, 19. I will I don't be honest know. with you. I remember telling my husband years ago, I had a friend that she was like, yeah, I threw in some chicken nuggets for my husband and my kids. And I about died. And I came home and told Charles, I was like, she served her husband and kids chicken nuggets from a bag. Are you even? Are I'm you, not joking. You're, you're punking not all joking. of us right now. I'm not. I'm on Saturday I'm Night not. Live right now. <laughs> I know. I'm just letting it all out. I have been now you serving know. chicken nuggets since my kids were one years old. <laughs> well, sister, we all get there at a different time in life. And mine was just this year. But I remember when I said that to him and he looked at me and he was like, you know, that's OK, right? And I was like, I would never. And here I am. Because like, you're a foodie. You're a food snob. I am. I'm a food snob. And I feel like you could serve that for lunch. See, I have all these rules. Like, I could serve it for lunch and it'd be okay to my kids. But, like, dinner with my family has got to be, like, real food. I'm trying to just get in I your know. mind right now, I sister. know, girl. <laughs> it has been such a year of freedom because I just pull out a bag and there's food in it. And I just have to eat it up. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing. Thank the Lord for Costco and Sam's Yes, Club, because right? before I would do freezer meals, but it was still, like, home-cooked, you know, home-prepared. And then I was heating it up at a later date. But so that was new for me. And then my work schedule has been freeing this year because I my past has always been in radio. So 4 a.m., 3 a.m. was a normal thing. But people, when you are 20 with no kids, that's real different than yeah. when you are 41 with three kids that are still under the age of 10. Trying to get up at 4 a.m. or 3.30 is not realistic anymore. I'm old. Well, and I think that I think that you just hit a point here because we're juggling our kids' schedules, we're yes. juggling our spouses' schedules, we're juggling our own schedules, and yes. um, we have more um, information coming at us at a speed like never before. Yeah, I mean the news is just constant on our phone, right? Yes. And so being able to process all of that and live a healthy life, and then we hit the new year, and we're like, oh, and now we got to go all organic, yep. and we got to do this, and we got to do that, and literally it can send us like into a massive Spiral. burnout. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because of everything that we're trying to do. And so I think it's like super important that we look at this and say, okay, what is realistic and what is sustainable? Yes. What can I actually achieve and still be doing it a year from now? Well, and in the bigger scheme of things, I think especially as Christians, if we're looking at what's sustainable, part of it being sustainable is are we available and able to do what God's really calling us to do in our parenting and as a wife and as a friend and whatever it might be, are we able to do that? And, you know, you made a great point about Mary and Martha the other day that I think would be great to share. Um, Martha, I mean, she was getting everything ready, right? Yeah, I mean, if you don't know this story, it's... It makes the point so well. And it really hit me, like, during the holidays, it really hit me because... I was busy getting table linens ready and hosting mm-hmm. in our home and having all these Christmas parties mm-hmm. and, you know, hosting Thanksgiving and all this stuff. And I was really convicted by Mary and Martha. And I know that's a popular story, but for those of you who don't know it, it's it's in Luke 10, um, 38 to 41. Mm-hmm. They were um, sisters and Jesus and his disciples were coming through town and they invited them 
Jesus into their home. Mm -hmm. And what we see transpire after that is exactly what you just led up to. Martha was getting everything ready. Mm -hmm. And I can relate a lot to Martha. I like everything to be perfect. I like Mm -hmm. everything to match. Mm -hmm. I like the table linens to be just Mm -hmm. so-so. I can relate. Uh, Martha is... I call myself a, um, you know, um, struggling perfectionist, like a recovering one, actually, mm-hmm. trying to figure out that nothing, not everything has to be perfect. Yeah. Right. And I, I can relate. it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable yeah. because life's not perfect yeah. and our kids aren't perfect yeah. <laughs> and our house isn't going to be perfect. Mm-mm. And, you know, I look at my book. The book isn't perfect. <laughs> like there's things that I want to edit in the book. Right. Your friend Kim, it's, man, <laughs> she is not perfect. Yeah, because she doesn't mm. eat frozen foods. Like what? <laughs> um, yeah. But um but Mary, she was sitting at the foot of Jesus as Martha was like preparing everything. Mm-hmm. And how many times do we do this too? Um, Martha was getting very irritated at Mary for not joining in in yes. her perfectionism. Oh, yes, you know I, I can relate to this so much because I will be like p- preparing things, getting ready for a party or whatever, mm-hmm. and my husband's like sitting in the chair and yes. he's like relaxing. Yes, and I'm like. What, what are you doing? Like, I need you to do these five things. Yes. And he's like, well, I'm just preparing myself because we're getting ready to have all these people and I have to talk to all these people and I just need <laughs> silence right now. You know, like I'm preparing my mind to get yeah. into this moment of being social with people. And but how many times do we get irritated? And, and Martha did the same thing. She got irritated. This is what she said. Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. <laughs> Can you imagine saying that to Jesus? That's just funny. I mean, I, I say that all the time, really, in my mind oh, about my husband. Yes. Like, Lord, does he not get it? Yeah. Get up and help me. You yes. know, like we're saying that. Um, and so over the holidays, as I was hosting and all this stuff, like this story just hit me. And one day I was standing at my kitchen counter and I heard like literally not audibly, but like in my heart, in yeah, my in spirit, spirit mm-hmm. I heard are you being Mary or Martha right now? Mm. Like, I need you to be Mary. Mm -hmm. I don't care if the table linens are perfect. Like your kid wants you to go play this game. I don't care if um, the food is not going to be as good as Kim would like it. (laughs) (laughs) I need you to spend time with me. Like have these moments of reflection. Um, And, you know, quite honestly, I was able to shift my my mind into Mm -hmm. going into Mary mode Mm -hmm. and being more about in the moment. And just um, I would remember getting up over Christmas break when we had more time, Mm -hmm. you know, and I could literally read my Bible the first thing every morning because it wasn't like racing out the door to get to something or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I just remember the quiet reflection with Jesus. And Mm -hmm. I kept thinking, I want this pattern to continue. Mm -hmm. But then I'm looking at my schedule for January mm-hmm. and all the new things coming in the 20 in 20, you know, in this new year. And I'm thinking about all the goals I want to set mm-hmm. and I'm getting a little scared. Yeah. And I kept hearing, is it sustainable? Yeah. Like, can you do all this? Mm-hmm. How are you going to prioritize that? And that's kind of where this show came out of. Well, yeah, because the Mary Martha thing, the way it relates in my mind to sustainability is, yes, there's a time to be Martha where you're prepping and preparing and doing things. But if we're doing something that is not sustainable, like putting all of our effort and energy into something that we say it has to be this way, there's no way 
to have the time or the wherewithal to be merry because we're so focused on the task. We're so focused on the goal we've set that we don't make space to be merry. And so that really hit home for me, that story. And when you shared that, because I get that, I get caught up in, well, this is the goal I set and this is how I said I was going to do it. And then when there's a distraction or a merry moment opportunity, I can miss it. And so the sustainability is on two levels. One, I can't do it because it's not realistic. And two, it takes away from what God is really calling me to do sometimes in a moment that strays away from that goal. Well, and I I love that. And there's a time for everything. I mean, the the Bible says that. And as much as I love this story of Mary and Martha, and I think about Mary sitting at the foot of Jesus, and I want to do that when those Jesus moments come out or when my, you know, when I need to pause and focus on my family, like I don't want to miss those moments. But at the same time, you know, I also think of people like Noah, like he was called to work. Mm -hmm. He was called to build the ark. Mm -hmm. He wasn't called to just sit there and think about what to do. Mm -hmm. He was set, he was called to build it. Yeah. And many of us are called to build businesses or, you know, build relationship, relationship, Mm -hmm. whatever we're called to do. And so how do we have this healthy balance of figuring out um, how to make it all work? I know for a minute there, I'm just going to be real honest. I was like, man, could every moment be a merry moment? And then I don't have to do laundry. You See, know? that's the thing. And I think about the I think about the Bible verse in Proverbs. I think it's Proverbs where mm-hmm. it talks about being a lazy bone. Yeah. And how even the ants work when they mm-hmm. I, I, I'm missing the verse. But you know that what I'm talking about. I know what you're about. talking about. Yes. Yeah. And um, and I just think about, oh, my gosh, I don't want to fall into the trap of making like making Jesus an excuse to be lazy. Right. Well, and that comes back. And we see that with people. Yes, absolutely. And again, it just comes back to balance, which is always hard because it's easier almost to swing one way or the other. But God calls us to live a life of balance. Um, So a couple of ideas coming up. Yeah. um, That will help us to kind of navigate what that balance looks like between something that's sustainable, but also making room for those merry moments. If you're just now tuning in, this is Next Talk Radio at 2 p.m. on AM 630, The Word. Next Talk Radio is sponsored in part by the PAX Financial Group and listeners just like you. Everything we do at our nonprofit to keep kids safe online is accomplished through your donations. To support our organization, go to nexttalk.org and click on Give. There's big news if you are an investment client of USAA. Just recently, USAA announced that a Cleveland, Ohio corporation has entered into an agreement to purchase USAA Asset Management. They have always been an exceptional organization and will continue to serve our community well. But if you are considering a change, this might be the right time to look at San Antonio's PAX Financial Group. 210-881-5700, paxfinancialgroup.com. Investment advisory services offered through PAX Financial Group. So we are in the studio today talking about sustainability and goals in the new year. And we've kind of talked about this season of where we just came off of the holidays, Mm -hmm. where we had some time to rest and pause and, Mm -hmm. you know, sit at the feet of Jesus and take it all in. And then wait, like (laughs) eat a lot of food. Mm. But, you know, here we are in 2020 Mm -hmm. and we're starting this whole new decade and we've got to figure out, like, how do we move forward, make ourselves better people, get healthier, do all the things with our schedules picking up? And how do we how do we balance all that? 
Um, and it sounds so easy, like we say with open communication. But number one that we got to remember is to set realistic goals. I mean, uh, really. Absolutely. I mean, you know your schedule yeah. better than we know your schedule. Um, you know, one thing for me, I completed a, a running program recently, and it was C25K. If you don't know what that is, it stands for Couch to 5K. Yes. C25K. I've done the program probably eight times. Yeah. Because I do it, and then I quit, and mm-hmm. then I have to restart because mm-hmm. I don't, I can't keep going, right? <laughs> and so one of the things I love about it is it requires two to three times a week. Um, and But when I was training earlier through it, I couldn't do that always. So yeah. sometimes it would be one time a week. The next time it would be two times. Mm-hmm. But I just told myself, I'm not going to quit this time. Mm-hmm. Like no matter if I only get one time a week, I'm not going to quit. Yeah. Like I'm going to sustain this. Yeah. Correct? And so I think the lesson that I've learned is – when I first started trying to train a running program, it was my goal to like, okay, I'm going to do a marathon and then I'm going to be running all this time. Okay, now I just want to run three miles. That's it. I don't want to run a marathon anymore because yeah. guess what? I've realized I don't have time for that. Yeah, it's not realistic. It's not realistic for my schedule and mm-hmm. our all of our, everything that we've got going on. Mm-hmm. So um, that has been freeing for me. Yeah. And it's when I accomplished the three miles that I'm now doing two or three times a week, like it just feels like I'm on top of the world. It, yeah. Feels like I'm running a marathon yes. because I'm actually meeting my goal yes. and not feeling like a big fat failure that I always felt like when mm-hmm. I, because I've never ran a marathon. I've never, I've never made it. Well, and I think sometimes we think a goal is a finish line and it really is more a path to get somewhere that we want to go. You know what I mean? It's the process of getting there that's a part of that goal. It doesn't have to be a finish line that's a set date or a set way. It's something that you're reaching towards. And so like you, trying to reach towards something better in your running life, and you did that so you can accomplish that, and it doesn't have to look a certain way. Um, I had a similar experience with a journal. I have 50,002 journals that people have given me over the years, and I've never done it, never finished one, never done any of that. I got a 90-day one with my husband. First page, it says, what's your biggest fear? And I said that I won't finish it because I never do. (laughs) And the 90-day journal turned into seven months, but I did it. And I was like, yeah, on that last page, first time. 100 years later of having journals that I actually finished it. Um, So it was like setting that goal as the path, but not needing for it to be the 90 days. And that's what made it realistic for me. Like, I'm going to get there. It may not look like how I want it to look, but I'm going to get there and I'm not going to give up. I love that. And I think sometimes Satan will twist our thoughts and think, well, if you can't do it in 90 days, what are you doing? Give it up. Yeah, you're Mm -hmm. not. But you stuck with it and you were like, okay, I'm going to do it when I can. I'm going to I'm going to do this. I'm going to have goals that are sustainable. So just set realistic goals. Be be real. I mean, sometimes I'll look at my planner. And I'll see my day mm-hmm. and what meetings I need to run to and what I need to do and then my list of to-dos. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there's no way like, all of that's going to get done. Yeah. Right? I'm setting myself up to yep. feel like a failure. Be willing to flex, flow, and change. That's something that I've been really working on. You know, your kids get sick. You, the day gets busy. The meeting goes long. Dinner gets burnt. You've got to be willing to flex, flow, and change that things are not always going to go the way you wanted to when you're trying to reach a goal. And if you aren't willing to flex, flow, and change, then you're going to feel defeated. So I think that's really important. Be flexible. Well, and also, I I think that's great, especially as parents. I mean, because with kids and, I mean. So much throw up. uh, It happens. And poop. Oh, the liquid. Oh, the bodily fluids. I just can't. I can't. 
But yes, I mean, we need to be flexible. And the other thing is, when you fail to meet a goal, mm-hmm. don't give up. Yep. You need to just reset and try again. Yeah. And this can be with anything. You know, I think a lot on this point about open communication. Mm -hmm. Like you're trying to create this kind of environment where you're talking about everything, right? And something happens and Mm -hmm. you know you totally missed it. You look back and you're like, oh my gosh, that what what my kid told me two weeks ago, I totally didn't do that yeah and how easy it is is it for us to be like well the relationships ruined we we blew up we we did crazy mom mode we ruined everything yeah right how easy for us is is it for satan to convince us just throw in the towel Mm -hmm. and with our marriages Mm. i mean think about that yeah well we we're not in love anymore i mean we i don't feel the connection anymore how Mm -hmm. easy is it just to throw in that towel Mm -hmm. and i would just say when you are feeling like that that is when you need to pause and pray and do a reset yes and it may be going to your kids and apologizing it may be going to your spouse and Mm -hmm. saying I don't feel like I used to feel can't we need to work on this Mm -hmm. like I want to love you like Mm -hmm. I used to or maybe in a new fresh way Mm -hmm. but I need your help this is the way I'm feeling Mm -hmm. but to just be honest um I know there was a pastor that tweeted one time, and he said, all of heaven is looking down on you saying, don't quit. Yeah, I love it. And I cannot remember the pastor's name, and Mm -hmm. I cannot remember, but I remember that tweet. Yes. And I saw it years ago, and it's still, when I want to give up on something, I think about this. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. You can kind of imagine the angels cheering for you. Yes. <laughs> I, and and, and lo, the little demon on your yeah, other shoulder like, saying, no. just give it up. It's Quit. too much work. It's, it's too hard. It's so true. It's so true. You know, something that I have, um, coming from a mom who, even from a young age, every year we would set goals and we would put them up on the wall. Like goal planning and all of that was a big part of my life. I remember from like age five, like we'd post them on the wall. We would talk about it. And so that being my We never did that for yeah. me as a kid. Yeah. We didn't do that. Well, it it's great, but the balance of learning how to flex and change and that those goals can change and making sure that those goals are driven by what God wants for your life, that's something that I have learned later in life because they can be defeating. If you don't learn that balance, it can be defeating when you don't learn that about goals at an early age. Because you are like pushed through and accomplish yes. the goal no You've matter seen what. You've my to-do list. No yes, matter what. No matter what. Like I don't need sleep. What? <laughs> yeah. Frozen food? No. I will stay up all night to cook that meal. Yeah. So it's finding that balance within the goal setting and sustainability. And I will tell you, one of the things that I have learned in the past few years is when you're praying about a goal, Ask God to show you the motivation. Um, maybe I love it's that. not right. Maybe it's based on the wrong thing. It's FOMO. Like you've seen someone else doing something. You're like, that's a really good goal. I'm going to do that too. Or maybe you, you're chasing fame. You're ch- Yes, maybe you're it chasing wants, fame. It's about you being yes. built up. Yes. Or maybe you're doing, you're putting something on someone else. Like my marriage, we need to meet every night 
for a one hour devotion. And I'm going to tell my husband that's our goal for our marriage. And so if you're in it alone and, and you're trying to rope someone into it. Yes, yeah. he doesn't. Exactly. Then he's the bad guy. He's the bad guy. And then guy. you have reason to. Yes. And we put that mad. on our family too. We're like, this is Good. what my family is going to look like without including them in the conversation. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you get mad when they're not like that's that. That's the thing with screen free meals and stuff like that. We can't just dictate that rule. Right. I mean, that has to be a conversation about why it's yes. important to protect that time and yes. the motivation behind it. The motivation Absolutely. behind it. And so just learning to pray about those things and making sure that it's God. It's God. It's not just good, but it's God. Okay. I want to move on because we, yes. we're running out of time. Yes. And this one is, I feel like I have learned this so much over the last year. Yes. Build rest into your routine. Yeah. You know, and this is scriptural. You look at this, God created the earth in six days and Mm -hmm. rested on the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. Um, In Exodus 20, beginning in verse 8, it says, Six day you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord. On it do not do any work. I love that because in in your Sabbath, whatever it is, whatever day, you know, there's Mm -hmm. been some like, well, I rest on the Saturday or Mm -hmm. you need rest. That's the part. Don't get caught up in the how to do it or the practical, but just like you need to generally look at your schedule and be like, what are my breathe days? What are my restful days? I'm glad you said that days because something you and I both have learned over this past year, we got into the habit as we're building this organization and God is showing us things. It's like, oh, when it gets to this break, like Christmas break or spring break or over this time, we'll breathe. We're going to breathe. We're going to rest and everything's going to be okay. We're going to be rejuvenated. We're going to hit the road. It's like coming up for air when you're swimming. We're like, it's okay to drown right now because we're going to be able to breathe in a minute and no 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 no. lie from satan yes we learned that the hard way because the rest time would come and it wasn't enough and then we'd come back weary and wondering like why was that not enough because god is calling us to build rest into every day rest for your heart your mind and your soul through him physically and with your family and so please find time to rest it it's the only way to be sustainable it may be an hour a day yes but it needs to be part of your normal routine just like going running or just like making the home cooked meal it's part of your goals for the new year so set realistic goals when you fail to meet a goal don't give up instead reset and try again and build rest into your routine Thanks for joining us on Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. You are not alone trying to figure out how to parent in this digital world. We are here with practical solutions to help you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk?